0: Thank you. Welcome to Students Incorporated, a podcast where we dive into relevant topics and issues related to the world of business, technology, education, and design. I'm your host, Mr. Jason. Episodes include student conversations, interviews with thought leaders, and inspirational stories with an international flavor. This podcast is created and produced with the help of students from the International Community School of Bangkok.
1: Welcome to Behind the Scenes, episode 10. I am Darren and I will be your host. In this episode, we will be talking with our first guest, Mr. Gershom, AKA Mr. G, as most of us call him around here. We'll be asking him about his work on the upcoming musical. Then we'll shift gears and have a conversation with several of the cast members. We'll discuss the joys and challenges of being a student actor and some struggles that they have. We'll talk about their favorite scenes, songs, and what the audience should look out for. But first, let's hear our quote of the day and news headlines.
2: Thank you, Darren. Our quote of the day is from someone we all know and love, the famous English playwright William Shakespeare. He wrote, All the world's a stage, and all the men and women are merely players. Fun fact for you, this quote comes from the Seven Ages of Man speech, which is delivered in the play titled, As You Like It. This speech can actually be read as poetry. It describes the different stages of life a person goes through in their lifetime, from life to death. Check it out when you get a chance. Time for some headline news.
3: During a recent finance summit in Hong Kong, Wall Street executives were informed that Hong Kong was back in business. After three years of intense restrictions against COVID-19, Hong Kong is slowly opening back up. Although some restrictions still remain, the summit indicates a major turning point for the nation. On Saturday, climate activists protested on the runway of Amsterdam's airport. According to the spokesperson for Greenpeace Netherlands, the airport built a new terminal instead of reducing flights. The airport CEO responded, saying they had a goal to achieve Emissions free airports by 2030 and net climate neutral aviation by 2050. Kenya is having one of its worst droughts in decades and it is affecting hundreds of elephants, wildebeests, and zebras. Consecutive seasons of below average rainfall is causing riverbeds to dry up and grasslands are being destroyed. However, steps are being taken to protect these animals, such as digging boreholes to obtain water and transporting water to dried up water pans and dams.
1: Thank you for the quote and news headlines. This episode is a special one since Shrek the musical is only one week away. Our special guest for part one is Mr. G. Let's begin with our first question.
2: Welcome to the podcast, Mr. G. So a lot of people have been wondering, why did you choose Shrek for the musical this year instead of another musical?
4: Uh, Okay, well, it's also written in the, uh, spoiler alert, director's note, but uh, it's a childhood favorite, particularly for this senior class. Uh, So that's one reason, but also, it's really funny and it's really exciting it's i don't know it's a it's one of those ones that has all the classic elements of a good story but it has the i'm gonna say crude humor yeah crudish humor just to to balance out the cheesiness of those fairy tale stories i think that's what makes it particularly the musical goes deep into the whole like backstories of all the characters and that makes it a lot of fun and more interesting than you know your block standard I don't know not that these are bad musicals but like Annie it's like it's fun but it's everyone knows it already whereas Shrek is a little bit more edgy and and new and the the humor is a huge element so I think those are the top reasons the fact that it's a childhood favorite and then the fact that it's like funny in a different way than a lot of other musicals.
1: Is the senior class always something you keep in mind when choosing a musical?
4: Uh, Usually particularly if there are strong tech actors which now there is generally speaking. When I first got here, I didn't know those groups as well. So it was harder to gauge what they were into, but I kind of do try and think about, okay, if we have a really strong tech team for one year, then I might choose something that's a fun challenge for them. And if I have a bunch of strong actors and that kind of waxes and wins per years. And sometimes we get a ton of both because it's just how long people take the classes, essentially, that's that's kind of how I can gauge. If, if I have lots of seniors in one year, then I'm like, oh. Oh, that's quite a lot of seniors this year and I've taught them multiple times. Okay, cool. I think they can handle this. Whereas if it's like mostly juniors and sophomores, then I can be like, okay, we still have time to do something that will challenge them. yeah. So I guess it it factors in, but I wouldn't say it's the largest factor. It's Mm -hmm. maybe at 10 to 20%.
3: So since every musical comes with its own ups and downs, what would you say were some of the more challenging parts about directing this musical?
4: I think the number one challenging part is the tech side. It's very, very difficult uh, things to construct for this show, particularly. And they're in such high volume. Uh, There are props that are on for five seconds and we have to build them by hand. And that's uh, there's a lot of them. Whereas other shows, you buy them and then that's it. Like you can use them for that five second scene. But this one, they have to be handmade. So that's very challenging. I would say that's the biggest challenge. And on the acting side, I think the hardest part is we have a lot of younger performers this year who it's their only maybe second show for the for some of them. And uh, that's a challenge for them and for me, because because we had COVID, they had, they've had, just had less opportunities to try out. So at the beginning, particularly, they were like having to keep up with the high schoolers, which in the past wasn't as big of an issue. And now they're fine. But like at the beginning, it was definitely uh, challenge for them to be like, oh wow, we have to perform at a high school level, even though we're at eleme- upper elementary or, or middle school. You know, so I think that's they've they've risen to the challenge, but it's been harder for them, I think, than than average.
2: Going from that question, how does this show differ in general from others that you have directed before? Uh, there's a lot
4: more comedic timing moments on average. I, I should say Joseph had a couple of those uh, and really funny moments. But then there was also the overarching story that was more serious and sad whereas this is like lots of sadness covered with humor to like mask the (laughs) sadness so i feel like that's been the biggest difference is we're the the humor is timed you know in professional shows and even stand-up comedians we think it looks effortless but it's not it's all scripted everything is scripted even audience interactions are actually scripted but they're just good at improvising in between those scripted moments similarly here that's what we're having to do is like those things to direct are the hardest you know telling people like oh yeah you think you're being crazy but you're not being crazy enough for the person all the way at the back so we are missing that joke it's like hard to comprehend how big and over the top your humor has to be Hudson has to fart with his entire body. Whereas that that's not a natural thing to do in real life. I mean, maybe for some people, right? And I think those are definitely unique challenges. And then vocally, I would say this one's very challenging. Uh, a lot of the uh, leads have had to do like vocal lessons additional to the rehearsals. Um, and that's, that's definitely challenging.
3: So since we've already talked about the challenges, let's talk about what have been some of your favorite moments from directing the musical?
4: I think the favorite moments... Some of them are yet to come because we're almost done building the dragon. So that's one that's gonna be a favorite when it's done. And I think other favorite moments have been, there's a lot of funny scenes that have just been really fun to put together. An example would be like the guards and Lord Farquaad, which is Darren, who's in this room but like when they come on, when the guards come on without him first, one of them accidentally did this like really funny, ugly face and this was just in rehearsal. And I was like, that's kind of funny. Can you all just do that face? And when they did it, it was so hilarious that when we showed it to the rest of the cast, they also started laughing. I was like, this is great. We're just going to keep this. So they'll just have that face every time they sing. They have this ugly face and think, jokes like that you don't get to do in other musicals. And I feel like that's a highlight. And then uh, Darren walking on his knees all the time. And then uh, me being able to make the rest of the cast also wear knee pads and dance on their knees. I mean, it's, it's just, there's a lot of things that are very entertaining for me as the director, <laughs> maybe not if you're performing it, but it's, it's highly entertaining for, for me uh, particularly. And then uh, I think a lot of the interactions between uh, Shrek, Donkey, Fiona and Shrek have been fun because they're much more, I would say they're the more nuanced of, of the whole show. So you got your really ridiculously funny moments. And then there's really sensitive moments between Fiona as an ogre. So Patience's role and then Kylie's role and then Hudson. So they all have different interactions and a little bit different chemistry. And then Donkey and Shrek also have different chemistry. I actually told them to like give each other notes, like secret notes and, and like start having little secret handshakes in real life so that their chemistry would start translating. And, And it does now. And it's really fun to watch that like grow. So I would say those are huge fun and interesting highlights.
2: What should people be excited for ahead of the show? Any sneak peeks? And how have you enjoyed working with the cast?
4: Uh, Yeah, I always enjoy working with the cast uh, in some way, shape or form, even if there's moments that I'm frustrated. In the end, it's always like, oh no, that that was fun. Um, As for sneak peeks, ooh, trying to give away without giving too much away. Hmm. Uh, The dragon is five meters long, that's pretty exciting. Building a puppet of that scale from scratch was very fun and interesting.
2: Yeah, the dragon does look incredible from
4: the little bit that I've seen. Right, yeah, exactly. So that's a, definitely an exciting thing. I would say the Fiona solos are all so, so nice, whether she's singing in human form or ogre form. like just beautiful. And then Hudson's just rocking rock vocals and like just the amount of like growth he's had vocally from day one to now, it's like, yeah, you're really hearing a nice rock edge for Shrek's particularly. And he has that written into the song. Like the song sounds like a rock song when you listen to it first. And now he's singing it like a rock song. I'm like, yes, it's just, I know. I think those are, and, and, and there's just too much. There's too much to look forward to. It's, it's Trek. <laughs> like, I would say like, if you don't know, if you haven't seen the movie, watch the movie. And then if you haven't, imagine you had more time to watch the movie and you got to learn more about the characters and all their childhood trauma. And it's all in musical form. And it's funny. It's just, I mean, when you put it that way, it's just like, what could go wrong, right?
3: So our last question for you today is, what would be your dream cast of actors to direct in a movie or a play?
4: Okay, I think I personally would prefer not to direct movies because of how their production system works. But maybe I'm, I'm not. I'm not holding myself to that. <laughs> if I was to do a Broadway, like stage show, and I could have anyone, I've seen Rupert Grint, the guy from Harry Potter, on stage before for a show, and it was all in Cockney, and he was really good, uh, really fun to watch on stage. So him. Hugh Jackman, you know, because he's my homie. Uh, maybe he could, like, produce the show, you know, with me or something like that. And have a little role, you know, like a little a bit role. Like a cameo. And Scarlett Johansson. I don't know if she sings, but, you know, we'll give her a speaking role if necessary. Because her acting is phenomenal. Uh, and then Kristen Bell, she can sing super well, so she'd be great. Idina Menzel, she sings Frozen, by the way, for those who don't know. Uh, so those, are, those would be my female three leads. And then just be, i don't think he can even sing but like henry cavill just put him in the show because he's the witcher <laughs> uh, 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 well he's not the witcher anymore sad news but uh spoiler alert oh yeah, yeah. he got recasted uh, yeah yeah uh, he's too busy apparently but anyway but put him in the show because he's awesome who's the guy that does olaf's voice josh Gad? yes there we go uh that i think that would be like you'd have like amazing singers and amazing performers. Oh, the guy from Tick, Tick, Boom, who's also Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Whack him in there. There you go. Now I have my Dreamcast. <laughs> and then the ensemble can be uh, ICS students. So that, <laughs> so that basically we, we elevate our status <laughs> in using uh, star power. I think that would be an awesome, awesome uh, show. And as for what show it would be, I actually have two unwritten musicals. Uh, so I do writing as well. Uh, but... But the problem is I never finish things unless I'm like forced to do, to do it. So like 1984, I finished because we were doing it at ICS. So then I had to finish it. Um, and so these musicals, one day in the future, if I have a, like a more boring summer where I don't have, you know, post-grad degree or something, I might want to finish up one of them and they're very cheesy in the way musicals should be, you know, Uh, and they're kind of like rock opera musicals. So oh. I would love to do my own writing and then have such star power because then for sure it would get Here. successful. Even if the writing was terrible, they'd be like, well, Henry Cowell's in it, so. <laughs> or you could just call back some of your alumni. There you go, exactly. We got some of them uh, saying this stuff. So one of the stories I wrote is, is about, uh, they send this this vagabond prince who's been adopted uh, into like this castle because his own castle got overrun by trolls. So, you know, he's been living there and he's kind of like, the terrible prince that doesn't behave princely at all most of his life and he's secretly but denying it in love with this the princess who's the like over like her dad is the high king right and then uh the the dad's like oh i'm gonna give my kingdom to her she's gonna be the queen but the whole board is sexist so basically they tell him uh no you can't do that it has to be a king she has to marry first she's like super annoyed And everyone she complains to is like well you know that's the way it is except this prince guy who's like yeah man these are terrible rules if i was your prince if i was your you know i would just let you rule and like you know i'd support you however you want and then she's like oh i kind of like it so the board doesn't like that because he's got a bad reputation so they send him on a suicide quest to to get an unretrievable item essentially they're trying to send him off to his death but he somehow succeeds and kind of that's what the story is about and then meanwhile back in the castle the bad guy is trying to uh essentially persuade the girl to marry him instead so that he can take power and that's kind of and it's an extremely cheesy story you know it has like they say the caverns of death and there's an echo <laughs> it's that kind of stuff but it's it's just a fun uh yeah fun thing so who knows maybe we'll do that one day i know for one i'm very excited
1: for the musical thank you so much for sharing with us mr g it's been amazing having you we'll be right back for part two with the cast members but first we have a short psa announcement from kush
2: One, two, three, four! Trek the Musical is hitting the pack soon. The dates are Thursday, November 17th, and Friday, November 18th. Make sure to get tickets soon because they are almost sold out, and the actors can't wait to perform. In addition, make sure to follow our Instagram account, at Students Incorporated. Remember, that's Students Incorporated, one word. We post there weekly and will notify you every time a new episode comes up.
1: Thank you Kush for the PSA. Our guests for this part include several prominent cast members of the musical. We have Hudson, Kylie, Julius, and Malachi. Thank you for joining us. Today, we'll be talking to some of the cast about the play, struggles, and fun times that have gone over the musical. How are you doing, guys? Pretty good, yeah. Getting close to that show day. Yeah. 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 November 17 and 18?
5: Ooh, yeah, let's go
1: buy your tickets okay so i guess the first um question or thing i'd like to ask is like what have you guys enjoyed most about the play so far
6: i think the co-leads or even just the entire cast is a great group of people obviously it's different every show but mm-hmm. for the show in particular i feel like we have a pretty strong cast that's
7: really willing to work together to make this show great well um i've really enjoyed Like, when I don't have a scene, just sitting in the audience and just, like, the show is so funny. And just watching the scenes that I'm not in is just really entertaining. And uh, for the scenes that I am in, it's really fun to hear the audience laugh. So just trying to get the audience to laugh has been really enjoyable.
0: Yeah, I'd kind of say the same thing. Like, I love watching our co-leads and, well, just everybody do their part in the play. It's really fun to watch. (laughs)
5: Mm. Yeah, I feel like being backstage is such a fun experience, like watching your friends be on stage and just perform and um, have fun while they're doing it as well. It's like you're having fun um, being on stage and then everyone else also is having fun, too.
1: Yeah, I agree with what Hudson said about this being a good cast. For many of us, this will be our last musical at ICS. I think we have quite a number of seniors in the cast and leads, so I think that it's really special that this is our last show. We've had a lot of hiccups along the way, especially with COVID in recent years, you know, bumps on the way, but I think that people are adapting well to it and I think it will be a good show.
6: I think it's great. I mean, we practically begged for Shrek for years, <laughs> and, years and years and years and finally got it senior year, so that's fun. So I guess kind of shifting into a more um, serious question,
1: what do you guys think the hardest part about acting is and what are some examples of this
6: in Shrek? Yeah, for me, I think the hardest part is the increased physicality you have to have with like your body because normally you can use your face but when you're on a stage it's pretty far from the audience and so any facial thing you do isn't as picked up especially some parts i'm wearing a helmet then you can't see it at all and you just have to be a lot more physical which takes more
7: energy and effort a really hard part for me is when mr g gives you just a ton of notes like it's hard to remember every single one and implement every single note and so you always forget like one piece and then he'll just remind you about that again. For example, it could be physicality, um, enunciation, stuff like that. That like performing on stage with makeup on like in costume, full costume is very hard because I like have the most makeup in this play. So it's really hard to implement all the stuff that he's telling me to do while fully in character.
0: I think the hardest part for me is including the kind of emotional aspect of my character because my character is very emotional in a way. So uh, especially for the serious scenes, it's a little bit hard for me to include that emotion in my acting since I'm very
5: separate in my life. I think for me, it would be like kind of like getting over the awkwardness of certain scenes. There's like a lot of scenes where I feel extremely awkward when I'm doing them. Then I'll just start giggling or like just being awkward. Um, And it just, it doesn't look good in the scene. And so it's just like having to get over that and just like get past that and do the scene like well. Like you have to get through that to be able to like put on a good performance.
1: I agree. So for me, it's kind of uh, two things and one kind of less serious one. So I definitely agree with Hudson in the physicality part. This is something I've never been good in throughout my years in drama. And throughout my plays, I've actually received a trademark name. Sir G calls them Darren Hands. And he tells people this happens when their hands are not organized and they're kind of all over the place. Second for me has to definitely be in kind of a musical sense is uh, singing. I actually didn't start singing until my freshman year. So at times I do struggle in that aspect and it's you know it's hard to do it especially in character especially when you have to sing in front of a lot of people and you know kind of a funny light-hearted one is just all the makeup i'm not a big fan of makeup especially taking it off my freshman year in my first ever show it was a class show so mr g told us that we can do our own makeup but i did so bad that mr g said that from now on we can have makeup partners but they couldn't even help me so then i had to get two But that didn't even work either, so they had to call in a specialist to do my makeup just so that I wouldn't ruin it on show day. Can you just remind us what characters each of you will be playing? I'm playing Shrek. I'm playing the role of Pinocchio.
5: I'm playing Donkey. I'm playing human Fiona.
1: And I'm playing Lord Farquaad. In this show, there's a lot of uh, mythical creatures. There's a lot of uh, funny things going on. Now, without giving too much away, there's a lot of accents happening. So, I would like to ask Hudson Smith to just quickly demonstrate his
6: Scottish accent, but we'll leave the other ones <laughs> for the show. My Scottish accent's actually getting pretty good. I've been practicing day in, day out, and Mr. G's pretty good at his own his own Scottish accent, so I can copy that and watch my own T V shows and movies and really put it into my own. She oh, can know, sing Austin, in that. Also. Yeah, Hudson can sing in yeah, that I, too. I also have to sing in Scottish, that's fine.
1: Yeah, I think that's something that's hard like singing in character is kind of like what I mentioned earlier, especially um, my character is pretty short and he I may or may not be able to actually walk on my legs during the performance. And that's something that's really difficult because there's a lot of red marks on my knee that I don't know where they came from, but it's exciting that I get to do that. So, um, what do you guys think is something big the audience should look out for?
6: I mean, there's definitely lots of jokes. I make lots of jokes throughout, something you might not catch, and pretty much anything Darren says is a joke. Is yeah, true. It, it's gonna be a really funny show. A lot of times when you go to a musical, you're looking for the, the music aspect of it, but I think even the lines and just the talking is particularly funny in this production.
7: I'll uh, have to say the same thing, like the jokes, it's just like chock full of jokes. And I like watching the original Broadway version. I don't think like I've been more entertained by a musical before. So yeah, definitely look out for jokes. Like yeah, like Hudson said, there's jokes in every single line. So it's really entertaining.
0: The audience should look out for the variety in characters that we have because there's so many different characters and there's so much, so much stuff going on in one scene. Like especially like songs like. Um, story of my life and I think it's a really cool thing.
5: Uh, Look out for the songs as well. They're like really fun songs and they're super entertaining. There are a few emotional songs, but a lot of them have a lot of like jokes within them. Like Malachi and Hudson both said, like there's a lot of jokes within the songs. And they're just like, the dances are amazing. Miss um, Liz is an amazing choreographer. And it's everybody's having fun, so it's just, it's looking amazing.
1: I think the one thing the audience uh, should look out for is the use of props. Um, this show is the most prop heavy show Mr. G says he's ever put on. There's funny props, there's cool props. The set, I believe, is incredible. And it's such like an extra show that I think the audience will never be bored, whether that just be looking at the acting or if they just take a look around to see the little props that, like just pay attention to how much detail that even the tech has to go into so deeply. And I think the second thing is the use of dialogue. In uh, Joseph, it was only songs, which in a way was a good break and really fun. But I think it's those little acting scenes that
6: just add on that little bit more and I'm glad that they're, we're bringing those back. The amount of lines that some of us have to memorize, <laughs> it's a very long script, and many, many hours have been spent doing that, so I think that's another hard part. If,
1: if you had to guess, how many pages of lines would you say you've had? Maybe 60. So yeah,
7: many. it's a lot. What right. is some of the biggest obstacles and challenges that you faced? Well, for me, similar to Austin's Scottish accent, I have a really difficult accent that I've had to learn. I don't know if it's an accent more than like just like higher pitch. I mean, yeah, I guess it is an accent. I have to sing in this accent, and I'll just say that it's really, really high-pitched, and I have a really low voice naturally, so learning that and not killing my voice every time I sing my solo is uh, difficult, so I've had to learn to retrain my, my singing and vocal cords.
0: I think my biggest challenge is keeping up energy because as Donkey, you kind of have to have a lot of energy and I, <laughs> I've had a lot of trouble with that in the past. Energy is really needed in this show, especially for my character.
5: Um, I think probably other than being like awkward, one of my biggest challenges is probably like not having to like worry about the dancing and stuff. Like I am not a dancer. Um, And then I'm also in this pretty big dance scene. So it's really hard um, to like both learn to like sing and dance. And it's probably not my strongest ever that I can do, but um, that's probably one of my biggest challenges is like dancing. Um, I'm not a dancer at all.
6: Two things for me, one is also with singing. Just with range, I have to sing uh, much higher notes than were in my range at the beginning of the production. So I've had to go through voice lessons and just practice every single day. Now I've gotten it, but the amount of effort it took, it was a lot. And then another thing is also with laugh like trying not to laugh during <laughs> scenes. If you do that it completely ruins the scene. And there's this there's this one particular scene where I think Addie is saying something to me. And every time it is so difficult to not laugh. You know you're going to get in trouble if you do. For me, I definitely agree with
1: Hudson when I say it comes to the singing because, uh, like I said, that's something that I started a lot later than most people in the production. Um, And for me, it's also one of the songs was quite out of my range, both low and high. And I think that, you know, I've had to really work at that. I've talked with Mr. G. practice multiple times one-on-one with him, because he'll he'll tend to call us aside and work one-on-one with us with these things, helping build our physicality and also just singing in general. That was difficult and I kind of just started to get it now. It's crazy because the show is just only two weeks away, but you know, that kind of just shows that like, these things are so put together, but a lot of it just comes together in the last week or the last two weeks. And the second one, kind of a more funny one, is having to do the entire show on my knees you know, at first, before my knee pads came in, it wasn't very fun because I couldn't really move the pack's a very rough surface. Uh, and then even with knee pads, it hurt too much, so now I'm like, I have double padding on my knees and it's okay now. But now it's like balance I have to deal with. So it's something that's so fun, but also so out there, you know, gotta get to do it, but it has been a challenge.
6: Going back to what you said about everything coming together here at the end, we have cast members here, but another big part of the show is the tech. They have to come for these last several weeks. And since the beginning, they have to come until six and just work on whatever it is she wants them to do. There's a lot of techies. So there's so much work for them to do all these there's really, really tiny props like one little flute and really big props like a dragon that has to be held by 10 people. Yeah, so I think the techies have also been doing a ton of work and that's all really coming together here at the end as well.
5: Yeah, I'm really proud of the techies. Like, I'm friends with a few of them and it's just I, I'm often asking like, are you guys going to be able to finish and stuff? Because like it, that sort of thing stresses me out and I know for a fact they're going to be done by the time it's show day but I'm just so like thankful for our techies because they are miracle workers. They're amazing. They get stuff done in record time. They do like these insane props and like, like Darren said, this is like a very like prop heavy show. So this is, I'm really excited about that. So I'm thankful for our techies.
1: Yes, so many props and heavy things to move. Those might be some things you don't know that goes on in a musical. Now, just before we wrap up, I would like to go around and ask everyone, what's one piece of advice they would offer to maybe a student actor now or someone who wants to try out for a musical in the future?
6: For me, I'd say the one thing is to listen because the people around you in the play, whether that be the leads or techies trying to get you out of the way or even Mr. G, they know what they're doing and they're here for a reason because they have experience and so it's always best even if you think you know better you probably don't and as long as you listen that allows you to develop your skills and
7: just get better as an actor I would say in general just have fun like this musical is just a really really fun musical like the songs are fun and the choreography is fun I would say my practical advice would be to just memorize your lines and your dances—the point of perfection where you can play around with your physicality and your tone and your enunciation, and stuff like that—during your scene because you can have a lot of fun with that once you've mastered the basics.
0: I would say I'd say practice definitely, and also I think don't be afraid to take risks because sometimes that can make a scene just truly magical.
5: Um, I think like listen to Mr. G. He has like a lot of great advice for you. Um, he is amazing he like he knows what he's talking about and mr g always has good advice to give um if he is critiquing you it's because he wants you to do better and not because you're a bad actor you're in the play for a reason and mr g is very picky about who gets into the play and who's not in the play and even if you don't get into a play that doesn't mean you're a bad actor it just means you weren't fit for that musical mr g knows what he's talking about and he wants you to do great and that is why he gives you so much criticism so when he gives you that criticism if you are in a musical with him you need to listen to that because he wants you to do good
1: i really definitely agree with what all of you said especially about that listening to mr g i've been working with him for i think five years now and um he's a great director he's always willing to uh, help you out and just kind of what julia said about um taking risks. Uh, what Mr. G has always told me is don't make me tell you it's too little, make me tell you it's too much. So basically to just put everything you've got. And if he says, Hey, can you tone that down a bit? That's a lot better than, Hey, can you tone that up? Because it's a lot easier to put, take energy down than bring it up. And I think that's something really important that he's taught me and kind of gives us all the ability to be comfortable to take those risks. Cause we know that like, he's not going to be mad if it, didn't work out. You're just going to be like, hey, maybe don't do that. And my personal advice would be to work hard. Mr. G can see when you work hard. And there's many times, like even now, like I would say I haven't got my role 100%, but I'm putting everything I got. And like in the past, I haven't got it until the very end. But he sees that. He doesn't expect us to be perfect. He just wants us to give our best because he knows that our best is what he wants. So Mr. G can see when you're not doing that. So if you're in a show, just kind of remember what everyone said. Learn your lines, the choreography, don't be afraid to take risks, and do your best. Please stay tuned for more episodes about exciting and engaging topics. As always, this podcast would not be possible without the hard work and support of our international school production team. Keep an eye out for the next episode, which will be consisting of us having a conversation with middle schoolers.
2: All music and sound effects are courtesy of fixabay.com, a vibrant community of creatives, sharing copyright-free images, videos, and music.
3: And we are signing off until next time. We are Students Incorporated, because your voice matters.